Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Smith. No matter what goal you're working towards, I hope to show you that Chasing Health does not have to be a difficult or scary ordeal. Join me and my guests as we talk about all things related to becoming a best version of yourself, whether that's through nutrition, fitness, mindset, or life topics in general, we've got you covered. All right, let's not waste any more time and dive right into the show. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach's Roundtable. We've got another Q&A for you guys, and we are looking forward to diving into more of these questions. Again, we have a pretty good list of questions, which we love, so keep them coming. Um, So we may not get through all of them. So if you're still waiting for your question to be answered, I promise we have this long-running list that we work through as many as we can in the half hour, and then we will address the next one, or excuse me, the, the rest on the next episode as well. But back with Chris. What's up, man? What's going on? Keep the questions coming too. Don't just because we have a long list right now, we're going to need more for next week. So <laughs> drop them, drop them in. There's no such thing as a dumb question. And we love answering them guys. This is, this is one of our favorite times of the week to do these things. So, yeah. And actually survey says, <laughs> I feel like family feud <laughs> survey says <laughs> I, I actually put on my Facebook or not, excuse me, not my Facebook, my Instagram stories and asking just general feedback. Um, you know, we, um, actually, by the way, like just like let all of our listeners know, we hit 30,000 downloads this week, which is absolutely awesome. So if you listen to this show, thank you. Like just big thank you for listening, sharing, subscribing, you know, anytime that you share this episode, like that means absolute world to us. Um, and it, and that allows us to get our message out to more people. But Chris, what did, what did you think about when you saw we hit 30 K already? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Uh, we've actually had one person share like every episode. She's just been binging on Chasing Health podcast, which has been great. So shout out to Wendy. Yeah, um, thank you, Wendy. Yeah, and but as the more yeah, the more that you're spreading this, the the more questions that are going to come in, and just the better that it's going to be. And so we really appreciate that. It was really cool to see thirty thousand. Um, next milestone is 50,000. I think we're going to hit that pretty dang quick. I think so as well. It's definitely the, the curve has increased a lot lately. I like it's you know, I, I felt like we were just celebrating 20 K not long ago and now we're already at 30. So yeah, I agree. I, I would be shocked if we're not there by, I'm going to say June, June. Okay. We should start well, some bets. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but where I was going with that initially, guys, was I actually asked everybody, like, what are your favorite episodes when it's just Chris and I, when it is with a guest and Chris and I, or the Q&As? And pretty much, I think it was like 90% of you all said the Q&As. And so that was really cool to see. Um, you know, I, the Q&As just kind of started off like a, like a, a, gosh, I feel like we started doing some Q&A episodes, you know, even before Chris, you joined as a co-host beforehand. And like, this was, you know, months and months ago. And it was just kind of like a side project for the podcast. It was just like, oh, yeah, like, let's have fun and just enjoy answer some questions. Um, but I love to see that people like that's one of their favorite favorite episodes. That's awesome. That is yeah. cool. I was, I was going to say, like, you didn't put an option like the one without Chris in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone was DMing me that one. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I'm glad to have you on here as well. Um, it was funny. I was just talking to, I was on another podcast last night for somebody else's and we were talking about podcasting a little bit. And I, I said how nice it is to have 
a co-host now um because how much i hate like just talking to like a camera and like not like to anybody else not not having one to bounce ideas off of and like just you know even just like take a breather and let somebody else you know talk for a little bit as well so um, glad to have you definitely co-hosting with me now yeah this. absolutely i really appreciate the opportunity too and i know like it's like every five to seven minutes you're like all right i need a break to take a deep breath maybe <laughs> take a drink of water chase come rescue me um you know i don't know where i'm going with this thought like but no it's i think it really is i know like when i did facebook lives i would get like that in my own head and, and like oh shoot like which what rabbit hole am i going down right now someone <laughs> save me so. yeah Awesome. Well, guys, let's dive into your questions. And first up, we have a question from Alexis. She asked, how do we get our energy up and be stress free? Definitely a very kind of a very broad question. Like I definitely I think it's one of those that we could go in a million different rabbit holes. But I guess like Chris will like kind of like split this up into two different things. Like number one, like increasing in how can we increase our energy and number two how can we decrease stress and i say decrease stress rather than stress free because let's be honest like <laughs> it, it actually you know what if somebody is listening to this and knows how to have a stress free stress free life let me know i will pay big bucks for that <laughs> i started laughing when you read it i'm like stress free stress free <laughs> that's funny. yeah exactly um, now the energy thing i think we can do something about um Obviously, this takes some narrowing down because, you know, it could be so many different things. And I guess I, I always look at first, like very simple. How's your water intake? I know like days when I, I can tell when I'm low yes. on water, my energy levels are just depleted. Um, food quality is another big one. Um, another one is too is like sedentary. Like I fully believe that like if you are like a very sedentary person, your energy levels are going to be down. Yep. And the more you start moving, the more you go to a gym or like just focus on steps, whatever that looks like, your energy will automatically like pep up. Like you just, you'll just get that extra burst. Um, so those are some of the, you know, the first things that I will look at is water, food quality, and then movement. Yeah. It, and also just like, also, are you sleeping okay as well? Like make sure sleep is under control and, you know, sleep, sleep is definitely like the foundation of so many things. Like I, I love, you know, shout out to a lot of my clients this past week, we asked about like, you know, what are their non-negotiables things that they make a priority for themselves and actually had a, a good handful say sleep was one of their non-negotiables. And I, and I love that. I think it's really important that we are prioritizing sleep because I feel like, I feel like sleep is probably the number one, like big domino that if you don't have good sleep, then you're going to have more cravings, more hunger, um, not under control. You're going to have less energy. You're going to be less motivated. Like sleep is just one of the things we've got to make sure we're getting our sleep in. So I would also kind of cover that there as well. Um, and then also, you know, so surprisingly enough, and I, and I don't know how much there's, there's definitely truth to it, but I also don't want to like say this is like something everyone has to do. Um, I've also heard like having like, like relying too much on like caffeinated products and things like that sometimes can as well. Like I've heard a lot of people that have gone cold turkey from caffeine. Like, yeah, for sure. The first little bit is miserable, but after they've gone through it, I know a lot of people that have said like, I have so much more natural energy now than I ever have had because I'm, my body is no longer waiting for that caffeine fix. Like it's just, it naturally produces, wakes up and starts, you know, your, your hormones are doing their job and producing those natural energy ebbs and flows. And so I've heard that a lot. Have you heard that? 
I have actually. Yep. And also too, you mentioned sleep, uh, going back to sleep. That's also going to help you with your stress as well. Yeah. Um, I know I'm more on edge and the littlest things like will stress me out when I'm haven't had the best sleep. Um, so that will definitely help with street, uh, with stress as well. Also energy going back to calories, like where are your calories at? Are you feeling your body enough? Um, mm-hmm. so that's, those are some of the questions that I would start asking myself is, you know, how's your water? How's your sleep? It's a big one that Chase mentioned, um, food quality. And then how's your movement? Are you just being really sedentary laying around watching Netflix all day? Yeah. Give your body a reason to give it, give it energy. Yeah, exactly. And as far as like the stress goes, you know, again, this could be it. We, I feel like I've even done an entire podcast on stress before in the past, Um, but we're almost, we're almost at 200 episodes. I can't keep them all straight. Um, But I, I think when it comes down to stress, one of the biggest things I always say with my clients is actually I have a, uh, worksheet on stress that if anybody wants, if anybody wants the worksheet to run through it, let me know and I'll send it to you. Um, it's basically breaking down. What are all the things that cause you stress? Just list all that out. Every little thing that causes you stress, whether it is the big stuff, like maybe like financials, relationship stuff, whether it's, you know, uh, work stress, family stress, you know, your kids, like whatever may be stressing you out then, or maybe it's like the little smaller stuff. Maybe it's like getting caught in traffic. Maybe it is like, you know, like technical problems at work with your computer. Maybe, I mean, it's just like the little stuff that just like continue, continues just to like grind your gears even more. Where is all that stress coming from? Then once you have all the forms of stress, then break that down into two different columns. A column A is going to be everything that is with inside of your control. And then column B is everything outside of your control. With column A, then you're going to break it down things that are inside of your control, what are you doing to actually take control of them, right? Like what can you do about that, right? If you are somebody that you feel stressed every evening because you never know what to cook at night and you get home, you're stressed you, and you don't have time to cook, great. We can control that by meal prepping or food prepping each week, right? So find the things you can control and start to control them more if you're able to. Then the things that are out of your control, like let's say like traffic, Again, like we can't control traffic. It's just, it's going to happen. So if that's the case, what are some ways that you can either mitigate that stress or ways to cope with that stress as well? So like mitigating, maybe like, all right, maybe I leave 10, 15 minutes earlier each time because I know I'm going to hit traffic. So I'm not as stressed. Or, you know, if it's a, you know, let's say kid stress, right? Like let's face it, right? If you have young kids and, you know, they're screaming and throwing tantrums and such, like, a lot of that. Of <laughs> um, that's option A, but I'm assuming that a lot of you guys will probably want option B. So let's talk about option B. <laughs> oh man, it's been a long day. I think for both of us, <laughs> you're get, you're getting us both here uh, with just a long day. Um, but with option B is you know maybe we have some sort of like. No deep breathing. You know, we've talked on a different podcast of like, just like when you have a lot going on in your household, like go in the bathroom and lock yourself in there for five minutes and just do a couple big deep breaths. Like 
remind yourself you're going to get through this. Um, maybe it is having some alone time at some point throughout the day, you know, after the kids go to bed, like maybe you give yourself like 10 minutes of just like alone time to do nothing, or maybe it's to read or listen to some music or, you know, do some sort of like, you know, workout or whatever it may be, like find ways to decrease that stress when you, with the, with the, excuse me, sorry, find ways to cope with the stress. If it's something that you can't control with that as well. Anything else you'd add to add with that stuff, Chris? No, I think, I think that's a really good technique that I've stressed with my clients too, pun intended, um, is to <laughs> like make that list and figure out what you can and can't control. It's that's huge. Yeah. So. Cool. What do we got for number two? All right. Angelique asked how to get past the too much sugar over the holidays hump. Yeah. So, so obviously like we're answering this question a little bit past the holidays here, but you know, I think just, and this could even apply for like when you're getting back from vacation, when you're getting back from a, a long weekend away, when you are getting back from just like a work vacation, maybe when you're getting back from, you know, maybe it is the holidays or whatever else it may be. You're getting back on track. You've had a few days when you've just eaten whatever the heck you wanted to, lots of sugar, foods you normally don't eat. How do we get over that? Really, it's just going to come back down to, and I know we've talked a lot about this in the, on the show in the past, is like finding ways to just go back to your basics, that low-hanging fruit for yourself, including this is where a lot of people start looking at how I need to cut this stuff out. I take a different twist on it and say, what can we start including more of, adding more things in, getting more fruits, more veggies, more whole grains and fiber, more water, more protein, start pushing more and more and more and more of that stuff. And all the other stuff will start to phase out and you're going to start feeling better with it as well. Yeah. I, I'm not really big on like just going a hundred percent cold Turkey and just be like, Oh, I'm, I'm done eating any of this. Um, just ease into it. Like Chase said, don't go like just removing everything. Like, all right, what can I add? Like what's the next meal that I have? What's the next opportunity that I have to make a smart choice and hit your protein, hit your veggies. Um, focus a lot on water too. And because I know what it, that's like, and your body will call for those foods. Like you, the next day, next two, three days afterwards, your body's like, whoa, like you were giving me cupcakes and cookies and everything else, you know, the last three days. Where's that stuff? Like that was that dopamine hit. I loved getting that stuff. And your body almost like starts to call for those kind of foods. Mm -hmm. So, um, like just lean into it and like, okay, like I'm just going to focus on my protein. And it's kind of like the analogy that I use with, I had actually had a client when I was a personal trainer. Um, she drank like six 20 ounce sodas a day mm -hmm. and uh, like of Coke, like calories, yeah. not like diet the Coke. Real stuff. The real stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I go, oh, sweet. I'm like, I don't care about that. I said, all I want you to do is focus on about a gallon of water a day. Yeah. And next thing you know, it's like, I'm having one Coke like every three days. And I'm like, I never even told her to remove it. So exactly do that. Um, don't, don't think you're in your mind. You're just like, I'm removing all of the junk. Like I'm going, you know, going keto. I'm going carb free. No, you're not. Just start adding, getting back to the, the pillars that you have in place. Yep. Absolutely. So number three comes from Amanda. Shout out to one of my clients. She said underrated and overrated supplements, not just for weight loss, but just wellness in general. Chris, what are, what are some of the top supplements that you would recommend that, you know, and I, I think we should 
going to preface this like we're not big supplement people, but yeah. if somebody did have the extra money, they they want to start, you know, they already got their nutrition in check and now it's time to add in supplements. What would you recommend? Um, yeah, I, I would go first for like creatine. Um, I think multivitamin is definitely crucial just because I'll tell you what, like food quality in the U S like it makes it really difficult to get all of those micronutrients in that your body mm-hmm. really needs. Um, so I definitely would strive for a multivitamin. I guess I would put that first and foremost is that, and then, um, if you're building muscle and those kind of things, uh, creatine can be good for that. Um, fish oil. Um, but if you're on a pretty balanced nutrition plan, you should be getting close to everything that you need. And it, and guys, like I want to preface this because I think a lot of people like they don't use things as a supplement. And like, it's like, I actually had this conversation with somebody that's in our, in our boot camp, and he's like, Oh, should I get a protein shake? And I said, no, I actually, I would focus on getting all of your food from whole foods. I was mm-hmm. like, it's your a protein shake just isn't something where it's like, well, I'm just coming up short on protein. I'm just going to get a protein shake. No, if you're hitting your protein shake with whole foods and you have a day where it's like, I just, I'm going to be out on the road. I'm going to miss my protein window, whatever that is. And it's like, I'm just going to get a protein shake or a protein bar. You supplemented that. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Next day, go back to hitting it with whole foods. Remember, supplements are just that. They're a supplement to the food, whole foods. Yep. Yep. I, I think the only other thing I would add to that list that some people could benefit from is vitamin D3. Um, just especially with now being like the winter time. And we, we were just talking about this before we hit record. You know, it's I I feel like I can't complain. It's 18 here right now in Virginia, but I feel like I, you know, Chris is probably ready to like cuss me out right now for <laughs> complaining about that. What, what what kind of temps are you seeing over there? Yeah, it's like five, negative three on my dashboard on my truck. But this is my take on being cold. Like anything under like 20, it's just it's freaking cold. It might as well be minus 50. I like, agree. It might as well be minus 50. Yeah, so. uh, I agree. But uh, but where I was going with that was is like, I know a lot of people aren't getting out as much as they probably need to. And, you know, it's kind of some gloomy days and things like that and throughout the winter. So, you know, definitely uh, bump up your vitamin D3. That will help a lot there as well. Usually, and again, consult your doctor, all that, you know, <laughs> garbage I should <laughs> probably say with all this stuff. Um, but yeah, so these are always recommendations. We are not telling you you need to take these things. Um, but a recommended dose of vitamin D3 is like normally like 5,000 international units. Um, can, can you just go to Planet Fitness and Tan or something? Get your vitamin D though? <laughs> not a fan of those. <laughs> You already know my opinion on the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um All right. Um, oh, and then I also she she did say um, overrated as well. So I I would say um, like BCAAs overrated. You're getting that. <sighs> I know Tracy. Tracy uses his pre workout because he's thirty. He's almost thirty now, so he's getting old. He needs the extra boots of energy. <laughs> um, but I love my pre-workout. It just, I love the jittery feeling. I love that itchy, crawly skin, like just fire you up in the gym. Yep. <laughs> and everyone's like, man, Chase is a weirdo. Um, but like, no, don't get me wrong. Like I have taken the pre-workout. I'm pushing 40 this year. So I'm actually in the, like the market for a pre-workout because <laughs> there's some days where I'm dragging, but like 
if you don't need the pre-workout, you have all the natural energy that you need, then don't take it. It's mostly just a crap ton of um, caffeine, like 400 milligrams of caffeine in some of these things now. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of, uh, of, of a pre-workout if it's not needed. Um, and then, yeah, I agree with you. BCAs, protein shakes, um, I think are overrated. Like, yes, I think they're properly rated. So also a context, right? Like, I feel like if somebody, again, like you mentioned earlier, is like, just like drinking protein shakes nonstop every day and drinking like four or five scoops. And then, you know, they're, they're drinking two scoops and they're mixing it into the yogurt for another scoop. And like, it's just like, they're having like three or four servings a day. Like, yes, that is overrated. But I think it's a great when you're, when you're falling short for the day and you need a little extra boost if you need it. I can see that. I just don't think it's needed. Like I've, Honestly, I like I've competed. Like I don't take protein shakes, and I I would rather just get my stuff from Whole Foods. Um, oh, for sure. Supplements are just so freaking expensive too. Now it's like going to a supplement store. I'm like seventy five bucks for a tub of protein. I, I go get you know how many packets of tuna I can get for that. You're gonna go that tuna talk again. <laughs> um, and then Welcome another one. I would, <laughs> yes, uh, another one is. Uh, Oh, reds and greens, um, green powders and the reds and such. Again, guys, like if you're eating your veggies, you don't eat them. Like don't like they are so overly priced. Like I've looked at like these. Um, I know like one of the most popular ones, like athletic greens. And like they just they charge you out of the wazoo. It's literally just like dried up veggies. Eat your damn veggies. Be an adult. <laughs> you're an adult now eat your veggies figure out a way like i love people in the facebook group i've been posting today and you're asking like how you know what are different ways to prepare it so i can you know enjoy veggies in different ways and like like find something that you like you're gonna have to eat your veggies like i i have this conversation every once in a while with some clients that are just like oh i'm, I'm falling short of my veggies and i'm just like you gotta figure out how to make them work like right like sometimes you just when it's dinner time and you throw your protein in throw in a veggie like keep it super simple. Um, but like the, the powders and such are just a lot of extra fluff and it tastes disgusting. <laughs> it's literally just like blended up grass. <laughs> and there goes any chance that we're going to have like uh, a supplement company at like, you know, funny enough, I actually had a few different, um, I had a few different actually supplement companies reach out when I was on my you know journey at the very beginning and such and actually reached out and actually wanted to like, you know, get, you know, give me like some codes to push out to people and things like that and and actually um, turn them down, all of them, because the biggest thing was is that I've seen this before and it's so wrong. Um, again, guys, like be careful what supplements you support because a lot of them are garbage and their marketing is just wrong. Um, I don't know. If, have you ever heard of um, John Glaude, Obese to Beast? Have no. Okay, so he's another guy. He lost like 150 pounds and like you know incredible transformation. Um, shout out to him. And he has had like companies like use his before and after photos and like slap them on their like Instagram and be like, you know, you know, John takes our supplements and like they don't say they helped him lose the weight, but for the person who doesn't know what they're looking at, they're they're reading that as like, Oh, he took those and lost that much weight. And yeah. so when I first heard about things like that, I was just like, Nope, 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 not for me. It's just so wrong. So, 
Um, also, one other thing, the supplements I, I, I want to talk about. If anything ever says proprietary blend, run. <laughs> that means we're going to put whatever we want in this. We'll put a little dusting of the real stuff in there, but all the rest is fillers. And we'll just tell you it's great for you. And it says secret pr- proprietary blend. That is garbage. <laughs> and if you open up your protein and it's like glittery looking, um, also a huge red flag. Did you hear about that protein that had no. uh, metal shavings what? in their protein? Yeah. They got busted. That's I can't horrifying. Re- I can't remember the name of it, but yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. I, ugh. I you don't remember that? Like, there used to be proteins that I would see and like you'd take the lid off and it's like, like shiny <laughs> like what the heck is in this i drank it stable, I... but <laughs> <laughs> now we know why yeah right. uh... exactly. <laughs> all right uh i think we got time for where maybe yeah because i feel like the one after the next one's gonna be pretty of a longer response but uh what's this last one we'll see if we have time for any others how should the average person create an exercise program? Is it best to pay for programming or are there good resources to do this yourself? Yeah. So someone um, posted this anonymously on our Q&A box in um, the show notes down there. And um, I, I really love this question. Um, you know, there, when it comes to creating an exercise program, it, I think one, it depends on like the first question I would want to know is like, what is your goal? Right? Like, are you wanting this to be more for endurance and cardiovascular health? Are you wanting for like more hypertrophy style, like like bodybuilding, like, you know, building muscle? Or is this more so for like powerlifting or something that's going to be more, you know, power focused and strength focused? Um, you know, like we need to find what your goals are. You know, is it mobility related or whatever it may be? So then we need to figure out what your goals are first. And then there are the these fundamental movements that we should be doing in every workout. You know, uh, squat, lunge, hinge, um, push, pull movements with your upper body and lower body. Um, let's see here. Rotational, like the core stuff. Um, I feel like I'm missing one. Did I, did, I, did I hit them all? I think you hit them all. I think. Somebody's going to write me in and be like, you forgot this. <laughs> <laughs> It's all right. Y'all, y'all call me out. Give me on my toes. Um, but basically, you're going to be creating a workout with those fundamental movements. Um, and, you know, again, it all goes back to like goals as far as like how many reps you're going to be doing and how many sets you're going to be doing. And, you know, also like how much time do you have to designate to working out? How many days a week do you want to work out? What is your split going to look like? Um, there are a lot of different factors that go into this. And, you know, again, like, you know, this is something that once you know what all of your goals are, what you're able to commit to, then we could probably put together something a little more better for you at that point. Um, as far as resources to do it yourself, um, you know, like there's a lot of apps out there. Some are okay. Like I, I, I'm trying to think about, I want to think I used one a while back before I got a coach. I want to say it was like called like, Jeffit or something like that, J E F I T, I think, or just J F I T, something like that. But, anyways, I, I used that app a, a long time ago and they had some okay workouts in there. And, but again, like none of them are customizable to like me or like I can customize them, but they're not like, like they built those based off of just a template and a cookie cutter, 
right? Just assuming that I could do all of those. And there were things that I would pop up and I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Or like, you know, or, you know, when I was close to 400 pounds, it's like some of those movements I couldn't do when I was that, that size. So like, I think it's really important to also like, just know where you're starting at to be able to then work in a workout program itself. What are your thoughts? Yeah. I think it goes down to exactly what you said. Um, how many days can you realistically go for? Um, what is your experience? And I think that is a, a big one too, because if you're just starting out, you should probably just start out with machines. That's like typically when I was a personal trainer, somebody's like never been in a gym before, have no idea how to do any of this. I'm like, all right, let's just start out with like machine work because a lot of your like dumbbell work, and then I would graduate them to like the dumbbells and like if I saw their form kind of go wonky on dumbbells, I'd be like, all right, we're going back to the machines because typically the same movement that you're doing on the machines, you're doing with dumbbells. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I would start there. I like if you're just starting out, um, if you haven't lifted for a while, I like the 15 to 20 rep range, uh, getting those muscles warmed up once again. And then from that point on, lowering them maybe into that 8 to 12 range um, rep range. And then, like, I think changing it up your reps as well is, like, really important. There's a lot of things, actually, that go into. So if you're just getting into the gym, um, probably don't just scroll on TikTok and find something or don't just go off of, like, something that you found online. You could actually hurt yourself and um, cost more money in the long run. It actually might be better to uh, talk to somebody that's a professional, maybe even hire a trainer for six sessions or 12 sessions and just get that background uh, I think that could be really beneficial as well. But, and plus like the, the confidence that you can have on certain lifts and getting into the gym, I think there's another side of it as well. But I really think like when you're looking at from an experience standpoint, and if you're an expert, obviously you probably have been around the gym for a little while and you might be able to program things. I know that's actually something that's in our uh, phase three checklist is for our clients when they leave the program, we want them to be able to pro- like program their own workouts at yeah. the end of it and do that on their own. Um, that's like super, that's really important for, for them to do because, well, things are going to constantly be evolving. Maybe like uh, goals have shifted and now they need to program something a little bit different. I definitely think the best route to go is to have something customized to an injury you might have or your experience, how much time you can dedicate into the gym. All of those things, I think definitely doing something that's going to be customizable. Yep. Yep, exactly. Um, Cool. I think that pretty much kind of sums that one up Um, again, you know, long story short with that one, I, I, I think is like if 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 you have the time and the resources and you want to put into it to figure out how to program this on your own, like go for it. Amazing. Like ask questions and you can figure it out. But if you want to take the brain work out of it, that's when I would look into like asking somebody to help you with those as well. Um, but awesome, man. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Q and a, we are just over 30 minutes here. And so we should have a lot of other questions and keep the questions coming guys. Um, if you have any questions, let us know, send us a message, say, Hey, I want to ask, I want this question to go on the podcast. We will be more than happy to throw it up on here as well, or you can drop it into the show notes. There's a little Google form to fill out there to submit your questions. And you can also do those anonymously as well. But other than that, guys, hope you have a great rest of your day and we'll see you guys on the next episode. See you guys. 
Once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Chasing Health Podcast. I greatly appreciate you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, you can help me by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps me become more visible to others. Also, share this episode with friends or family and take a screenshot of the episode and upload it to your stories. Be sure to tag me and my guests so we can be sure to say thank you. If you ever have any questions or feedback about something covered on the show, you're always welcome to send me a message. You can find me on Instagram at changing underscore chase. Have a great day, guys. And remember, you matter.